0: I can hear you now.
1: I can't hear you.
0: Hold on. You can't hear me? Okay. That's weird. Is your thing plugged in?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Is it plugged in? <laughs> Mine's plugged in. I can hear me. And I'm coming up on... My lines are coming up on the thing. The line. Dustin, it's giving off
1: lines. I need to leave and
0: come back in. Okay, no problem. Hello and welcome to Dustin can read and watch hey how you doing I'm Dustin and I want to welcome you to this special February episode it's not really that special it's just February and it's special I guess I don't (laughs) ramble ramble ramble
2: and I'm on yeah
0: and uh, the reason why it's special especially (laughs) (laughs) is because we have Kay from fuck my work life aka fuck my whole life yay
2: hi hey (laughs)
0: yeah so okay so to break that down real quick for you um fuck my work life is doing something new it's a show within a show same initials so you can keep the same name online FMWL Pod
2: mm-hmm. on
0: pretty much every platform um tell us more about it kay and where to you know what what it's all
2: about so yeah we all know we all know about fuck my work life right right um uh, so that's where we share stories of crazy workplace shenanigans, but we're kind of branching out. And like you said, the show within a show is fuck my whole life. We figured we'd, we'd open up, you know, our platform to all crazy stories, not just work stories. So kind of morphing into more of just a storytelling type podcast. It's all on the same feed, so it's not two separate show feeds. You can tell the difference by the logo. It'll <laughs> either say fuck my whole life or fuck my work life. But yeah, it's been fun. We've had we had a guest on come share some of his crazy vacation stories and medical stories and looking forward to having more guests and hearing more stories of just people's just, you know, life is fucking crazy. It, oh, sorry. Are we cussing?
0: We already said it like. Five oh, million that's right. Times. That's
2: true. I don't, even, <laughs> I don't even consider like our name cussing. I'm so used to it right now. But yeah. So just crazy stories from life.
0: Well, you know, um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if made me laugh. Yeah, I've already had a mimosa this morning and I'm mm-hmm. almost done with it. So I'll be having another one very soon. Um, just one. Just one more. That's all. I'm not going to overdo it because if I overdo it, I'll be sloppy AF. I uh, <laughs> could <yeah>. be fun. <laughs> <laughs> so um, there'll be more about um, – I-, I went and saw Kay recently, a couple weeks ago, and we'll be talking about that here in a minute. But um, I wanted to also talk about how she is also going to be my guest for our uh, Dustin Can Read Book Club, which will be February 24th, Saturday, at um, 1 Eastern, 12 Central.
1: Is that 11
2: (laughs) my time?
0: (laughs) It should be 2 your time, yeah. Oh, really? Wait. No. No, wait. Backwards, sorry. By the way. 10 your time. 10 your time. 'Cause it'll be twelve my time, you're two two hours behind oh, okay.
1: me. Okay. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> I was like, what is she doing with her microphone? Oh, it just
2: it just moved all on its own. I was trying to I was trying to straighten it. Sorry. I left a
0: ghost in your room. Sorry. I
2: know. <laughs> <laughs> and literally ghost has been in this room every day since you've left. He misses you.
0: Oh. <laughs> that'd be so cute if the if the cat showed up right now. That'd be that'd be I would make Monday.
2: I locked I locked him out. He was being a dick. <laughs>
0: Um, but yeah, it's continuing on with the Dustin Can Read Book Club. So is going to be a guest, and we're going to be reading a book from the, quote, Heartstopper series, the universe. But actually, it's a, uh, a novella, and it came out before Heartstopper was even conceived, but we'll get into that later. Um, it's called Nick and Charlie, and you can find it pretty much anywhere. It looks like that, or it looks like this. If you're only listening to this, you don't see what I'm holding up, but there's a video on Instagram Mm -hmm. at Dustin Can Read. You can see the same thing. So yeah, that's what we're reading. It's going to be on the 24th. So read it. It's a really quick read. It'll be fun. If you like Heartstopper especially, it's all about love and celebrating love this month. So why not? know, uh, Yeah. So like I said, we're drinking mimosas. Mm -hmm. Um, Basically, uh, picking up where I left off (laughs) with Kay last time we saw (laughs) each other
2: dumped you at the airport full of mimosas oh
0: my gosh I was so I was so scared at one point I kind of tripped over my own feet I thought oh Oh my god don't don't fall don't fall (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to be that guy I just kind of stumbled a little bit like you know when you're like you're walking and like for some reason your foot doesn't pick up as much as you thought it was going to so it catches itself and you trip yourself like what am I doing
2: yeah
0: thanks mimosas yeah (laughs) (laughs) but yeah uh Mornings and
2: Mimosas. Yeah, baby.
0: Also, I don't know if you've ever seen American Dad.
2: Mm, no, I haven't.
0: They t- they do this like thing. It's kind of like a it's almost it was like Kathy Lee and Hoda, but
2: mm. it was called Mornings
0: and Mimosas and they were crazy and they were drinking the whole time.
2: <laughs> that Sounds awesome.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so if you watch American Dad, that's that's on there. Um yeah. <laughs> I am getting off track. So, um Dustin can read and watch. We always talk about what we've been reading, what we've been watching lately. So obviously I got you into some new things in which you mentioned on yes. your show. Yes. Um, so have you been sticking with Doctor Who or Naked Attraction?
2: Naked Attraction? No. I feel <laughs> like you have to be in a, in a certain state to watch that one. Um, <laughs> but I, have, I haven't I have like binged Doctor Who, but uh, Hugh? Dr. Hugh, Dr. Who, but I've, well, I've had one mimosa. That one's about a time-traveling person who's
0: into colors.
1: (laughs) Dr. Hugh.
2: He travels through all the colors. (laughs) Uh, But I have watched a few more episodes of that, and I'm really enjoying it. I'm going to continue watching Mm -hmm. it, Um, but I've I've really been binging. uh, It's kind of my feel-good show right now is Project Runway. And it shouldn't be a feel good show because I started back at the beginning where it was like, it started in like 2004. Oh, you went back to the
0: very beginning.
2: Yeah. And it's so just mean and misogynistic and body shaming. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ.
0: It's rough. Like when you watch these, like when you watch like a show that's been around for a while and you go back, like a reality or game show or something like that, like you go back to the early days of RuPaul's Drag Race, you're like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. they they ooh, rough around the edges and then yeah. then people start learning <laughs> how to play the game basically mm-hmm. and or how to get more camera time and
2: yeah you know. cuz i watched the the most recent episodes of it and then when i finished those i'm like i want to go back to the beginning and it's such a stark <laughs> contrast cuz <'cause> the newer <laughs> ones they're they're much nicer the judges are nicer they have all sizes and genders of models so it's really inclusive and you go back to the beginning and it's just like skinny skinny white girls and, and you know if they walk funny they just give them shit for and it's just I don't know it's fun to watch but I'm just like damn they got away with a lot back then
0: do you think maybe the reason why it evolved so much is because the industry evolved maybe a little bit because of you know what I mean like we have more um access to like fuller shaped people's clothing you know it's more regularly advertised now People of color, you know, um, are in, more included in advertising and, and modeling now. And do you think maybe Project Runway kind of had a hand in that by showing that dirty side of it early on? And people were like, "We don't like this. We need to change things in this industry." Like it was uh, reflected back on itself.
2: Probably. I mean, I think there was just a lot of things in society that evolved away from that. You know, become becoming more body inclusive and gender inclusive. You know, they have they have um transgendered people as models now and it's just really it's really cool to see the evolution of it.
1: <laughs> I know,
0: see it didn't make any sound. I'm like this is the flattest champagne.
2: So yeah, <laughs> like, I think <laughs> I think there were a lot of a lot of factors that just kind of slowly made it evolve. It was just like I'm oh, interested to see now that I started at bubble. the beginning.
0: Sorry. Oh good, that, that one's bubbly. You. There's a little bit of bubble that came through. That last one was like, nope, this one had a fizz at the beginning. So that that helped me. That makes me feel good inside. <laughs> sorry about that. I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead.
2: That's okay. <laughs> I was just gonna say it'll be interesting to see how it slowly evolves as I watch the seasons. But mm-hmm. it was just because now you can I don't know if you can hear me pouring my champagne. Um <laughs> <just> talking
0: and, <laughs> and pouring and talking and a professional.
2: Um <laughs> It was just such a, a stark contrast seeing the ones from 2021 and then jumping back to 2004 and you're just like, oh, damn, that's a big change. So,
0: You know what I think is always funny when you watch these shows that have been around for so long and like some of the like winners or contestants are now like the judges or like mentors or whatever. And you go back and you go, oh, and you, then you, you go back and watch their old season when they first were on. You're like, wow, they're a lot different than how they used to yeah.
1: be.
2: Yeah. It amazes but- me. Like little Christian Siriano. He's just like a sweet little mentor in the newer episodes. And he was the winner of season four. And he was a baby when he was a contestant. He was 21. So he was still figuring out life. And he was kind of an asshole, you know, and (laughs) kind of cocky. So it was interesting to see. Now he's, you know, a legit respected fashion designer. And he's mellowed out. And yeah. Yeah.
0: You're not trying so hard now. Yeah. Right appeal to people it's kind of like i was watching um randomly like uh my million or my lotto dream home my lottery dream house or whatever it's from hgtv mm-hmm. and it's hosted by david david bromstad okay. who like who won hgtv design star he was like the first oh. one who won that okay. and i remember like now he doesn't he just hosts shows that like show houses now he used to like go in and like redesign homes and like add his own artwork to it and mm-hmm. and now he's like now he's covered in tattoos like head to toe up his neck and everything like crap nice. you know completely 180 like <laughs> yeah. as far as like appearance and what he does it's weird you know you, how does that happen what happens yeah. over the time guys what happened to you
2: people, <laughs> just, I'm just-, people just evolve man <laughs> we just evolved let us be dustin god <laughs> do you did you ever watch trading spaces
0: oh the movie
2: no 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 the tv show oh, oh yeah, no, yeah, like- yeah 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 I think it was TLC, not HGTV. Yeah, think,
0: and the, but... we watched the British version, which was Changing Rooms. It was the exact oh, same show. Okay. Just a different name.
2: Did they completely fuck up the people's houses in oh, Changing yeah. Rooms? Oh, oh my yeah. God.
0: <laughs> and it got to the point you're like, do... you did this on purpose. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah, I, I was watching clips. I think it was on YouTube of the people that they just totally fucked over where they said, I absolutely do not want this in my house. And then they would do that exact thing. And it would show them, like, crying and pissed off <laughs> because they just totally fucked up their house.
0: I think they did a thing where they have to pay for it to be fixed. You know what I mean? Like, like we're not keeping it this. You're fixing it. You're putting it back. Like, right? not staying this way. They had yeah. to. You know, you can't be like, you can screw up my house for TV and that's it. No. Yeah. <laughs> you pay for something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you screw yeah. it up. You fix it. Yeah. I wouldn't. Mm-mm. Well. No. I'm gonna so, fuck up
2: my own house. Like I don't want anyone else coming in fucking it up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll take care of that very. Or I'll actually hmm. hire a professional who doesn't work for a, like a camera, right? Performance <laughs> re- you know. Like, there's actually he's doing there for the work, but yeah, um, yeah. So besides reading the Nick and Charlie book later this mm-hmm. month, have you been reading anything?
2: Um, I don't. I don't read a whole lot. I bought a bunch of books in December because I'm like, I want to start reading again. My Mm -hmm. only problem is the only time I find to read is right before bed. And so I'll read a couple pages and then pass out. So it takes me a long time to get through a book. I just finished um, Brienne Randall's The Unfortunate Side Effects of Heartbreak and Magic. Which was really cute. It was, you know, about a family that they're, I don't want to call them witches, but they have magic, magical powers, and not in the Harry Potter sense, but like more tied to the earth. Like, you know, they use herbs and stuff to change the way people are feeling and blah, 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 blah. But it was really cute. And each of the family member, their magic comes with a curse. And the main character's curse is she'll lose her magic after like four heartbreaks or something. So she tries to shield herself from any kind of heartbreak. And I don't know. It was just kind of a cute, silly, feel good book.
0: Oh, what was it called again?
2: The Unfortunate Side Effects of Heartbreak and Magic.
0: Okay. I'm going to have to look that up. That sounds really interesting.
2: Yeah, it was cute. It was yeah. really cute. I'm hoping it kind of ended on like, maybe there'll they'll be a sequel or it'll be a series, which I'm hoping for because I like the style of... Writing, so I'm hoping there might be another follow up to it.
0: Okay, yeah, cool. All right, look out for that one, everyone. Um, I just finished one and it was called, uh, (laughs) actually, I just hit the button and it won't tell me. So I just finished Failure is an Option.
2: Oh, I like that
0: by H. John Benjamin, Mm -hmm. and that's the dude who's the voice of Bob from Bob's Burgers and And Archer, Archer. yeah, yeah, (laughs) and amongst a bunch of other things, but um. He's also that guy that's like Chris's manager on Family Guy.
2: Yeah, he does a lot of voices. He's also the pigeon for the State Farm commercials now.
0: That's right. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) But anyway, so yeah, I thought like it was just going to be a comedic like, oh, you know, this is how I, you know, rose to fame through all my failures and what I learned, my lessons and, you know, Mm -hmm. anecdotal stuff. And it ended up being a memoir, like flat Uh out memoir. Yeah. And I went, oh. Okay. It was good. Yeah. It just wasn't what I was expecting. It was a little disappointing. I wanted to be a little more self help, but
2: it sounds um, like the title sounds very self helpy.
0: Yeah. He actually wanted to like name it something else (laughs) and he said, and print one copy. And then if you find it, you had to hide it
2: (laughs) (laughs) for the next person to find. (laughs) Yeah. He says
0: that in the book. But there's like a a bunch of like stories about him growing up and just how he was different, you know, Mm -hmm. and um, silly and, you know, um, how he, a bunch of and some of it, he's being very, very dry and sarcastic. You're like, "Oh, that's," he's laughing. You have to laugh because you're like, "Okay, that that didn't
2: happen." But yeah. <laughs> so let me ask you a question: As you were reading it, were you like hearing his voice in your head reading it?
0: No, I was it's- literally hearing his voice because I was listening to the audiobook <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it kind of no, imagination aside, right. I've been doing a lot of audiobooks <laughs> lately, and I, I highly recommend them, especially if you take some walks or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just, I walk the dog every day. And so we walk at least half hour. So I'll get through a half hour and I'll I'll put it like on 1.5 times the speed. So I'll get through a little bit faster. Yeah. Um, It's easier for me to listen to things that way. Uh, I was listening to a podcast the other day and they, the hosts were talking and I went, is my thing on double the speed? And I checked and (laughs) it was, and I was like, so I slowed it down to normal. I was like, are they really this slow? Oh, no. <laughs> when they
2: talk? Oh no. <laughs> and I
0: was like, because this sounds like normal speed of talking when I put it on 1.7 and I was like, what's going on? Oh wow. It, yeah, it kind of bothered me. I was like, man, I was like, should I say something? Like, speak <laughs> up. Like, <laughs> um, don't talk so slow. <laughs> Get a little more excited about it, guys. <laughs> I mean, my goodness.
2: I feel like that's Jay and I though, when we record sober. <laughs>
0: Yeah, like, I, get, I yeah. Not you in particular, <laughs> but in general, you're just kind of like, I need something. I need a little kick, something, mm-hmm. you know, to get me pepped. Yeah. I get more, my nerves take over on me and I'll get like, so my nerves in, in the sense that like, oh, I really want to do this well. I want to make sure it's fun and upbeat and whatnot. And so I get a little wrapped up in that. And then I get, I actually do get excited, but then I'm like nervous and excited. <laughs> yeah. So and then I end up laughing a lot. <laughs> I do that
1: too. Yeah.
0: You know, I'm like, what am I doing? Stop.
2: Stop.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no. Okay. Like, <laughs>
2: yeah. I do the nervous giggle all the time. A lot of times I'll end up trying to cut it out when I'm editing because it's every sentence ends with a giggle. I'm like, that wasn't funny. Why are why are you giggling? And it's just it's nerves, you know?
0: Yeah. I, I've tried to also like, you know, cutting out the ums of my Mm -hmm. own like on my Mm -hmm. own i've been cutting down on saying it which is good because there was a lot of and um and um and um and thankfully i don't say like as much anymore (laughs) like we were saying and (laughs) then we ended up saying it because we couldn't say it we were trying not to say it we said it was as if
2: (laughs) right right
0: (laughs) we were doing something you know
2: right we had a whole conversation on likes and it was hard to not say like in the conversation it's, about it's saying very like. hard
0: when I mean, you really try not to say it it mm-hmm. sucks but <laughs> so yeah we'll speak of that um speaking about that the trip to California uh so I talked to Kay months ago about this and we were like I, she was like yeah come on out you know we'll come we'll, you know, actually we tried to do it last year we mm-hmm. were gonna do it last year It was actually a year ago and I just never got it together. There was a lot of stuff going on. I was like, oh, it'll have to be next year. I just I can't do it now. Because this was like the whale watching time mm-hmm. to come out. And so my mom had this uh, thing she always wanted to do. She wanted to go see the whales and to go whale watching. And uh, she never got to before she passed away. So I found out that Kay is in Southern California, around near where my mom and my dad met. So mm-hmm. I was like, hey, that's perfect we'll go there we'll go whale watching and i, I was like you know i kind of cross something off her bucket list and kind of be at the start of May in a way you know um mm-hmm. <laughs> in the same place <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense i don't know so yeah we planned it for about a year and it was only a long weekend you know it was my birthday mm-hmm. weekend and um i had a good time. I had a really good time. I was so, glad. It, was, it was so fun. Like the, the the worst part about it was like, where are you guys? Where are you guys? We're outside. Where are you? Yeah, and, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> and I thought you were way closer that you've been driving around in circles for a while. Had you been?
2: No, we, so traffic is so unpredictable on Friday nights. And so we left pretty early and I thought we were going to be able to make it to the, the little cell phone parking lot, so get there early just stay there so when you you know let us know that you landed we could just swing right up but they're doing all (laughs) kinds of construction on san diego airport and it is a clusterfuck. and we got lost trying to find the cell phone lot and we were going and all and like you you texted when we were in the middle of all of that (laughs) we were trying to get out of there and figure out where to get back to your terminal and everything is just
0: I know. I I ended up crossing over to me. I was like, all right. I went over to like the Uber place and I was like, should this be where I should be? Or should I be back at the, by the, I don't know which way they're going to come in. I thought, I thought you were in the middle. You're like, where are you at? And I thought you were out there looking for me. Yeah. yeah. I was crossing. I was like, I don't see a car. You told me you were in, you know, this car and this color. I'm like, I can't find it. I'm like, oh my God, what's going on? I don't know why I started panicking. I knew you were going to find me, but it was like a kid lost in the supermarket, you know? Yeah.
2: And we saw you immediately as, like, Jay, Jay spotted you. He was like, is that him? And, like, I'm blind as fuck. And I'm so <laughs> squinting. And I just start waving. And I see you start waving. <laughs> I was like, hey, <laughs> we found him. <laughs> somebody else did
0: something earlier. Like, hey. They, I was like, and they were doing it to the person behind me type of thing. And I was yeah. like, oh, that's not. Okay, no. good. All right, good. They're not. I heard somebody call, like, something. I went, and I'm looking. I'm like, yeah. like this. Like, my <laughs> hand up.
2: Oh, oh. But if you got in some random other couple's car thinking it was us, and they're like, why is this dude in our car?
0: Oh, don't even start like at Christmas time. I went to the store and I was getting a lottery ticket. I got out of my car. It was just before Christmas time, beginning of December. Got out of my car, went inside, came back out, and was trying to open up my car door. It wasn't my car. And <gasps> and I opened the door and there was a woman sitting in there. She was like, wrong car. And then closed the door on I me. Mean, I was like, it was, too, it was, they're both SUVs, both yeah. the same color, right next to each other. I just wasn't paying attention.
2: Oh my God.
0: I was so embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at, so
2: least at least she didn't pepper spray you or something. She figured <laughs> out
0: because I wasn't looking. I was looking down or not I even know. looking at the car. And I just tried to open the door and I looked and I was like, oh, <laughs> somebody's <laughs> sitting in my car. <laughs> no, wrong car. Wow. Mm. Yeah. That was fun times. But um, yeah. So, yeah, we went back to their place and it was it was a nice night. We just kind of chilled out. And and then the next day we went to whale watching Um, and it was pretty early. It was 930, you know, Mm -hmm. early in the day for doing something. Um, So we went and here is a quick video of what happened. And for those of you who are listening to the audio version of this, I'm going to play you a clip from uh, Fuck My Whole Life. Of J and K giving their account of what happened.
2: Dustin from mm-hmm. Dustin can read and watch and the rewatch recap podcast came out and spent the weekend with us. Yeah, so we had a lot of fun. It was it was crazy to meet someone in person and have them stay in our home. Yep, <laughs> when you've never actually met in person, but I've known him for three years and. Spoke to him a lot, recorded with him a lot. So, yeah, it felt like it felt like we knew him in real life. And we had we had fun. We had a really good time. He wanted to cross something off of his bucket list and his mom's bucket list of going whale watching. So we went whale watching.
1: It was cool. I mean, it was a fucking nightmare, but it was also <laughs> pretty cool.
2: Yeah. It, he came on the weekend where it just happened to rain all weekend in San Diego. Yeah. And it the whale watch started and it wasn't raining and it wasn't supposed to start raining until after we were done. But we get all the way out to yeah to see and then just pouring rain. But then a little a little baby humpback
1: yeah like a juvenile humpback.
2: Well, was playing in a kelp patty and we stopped. yeah it was
1: really cool for like forty five yeah, minutes. This just, this humpback whale was playing in the kelp it patty. So it was really cute. cool.
2: And then the baby sea lion. Oh,
1: my God. That little fucker. That
2: found our boat. And I don't know if he like lost his mom or was just scared and he was just circling the boat, just yelling. "Ah!"
1: Yeah. I don't (laughs) know if you guys have ever heard what a baby sea lion does. I'm going to push my microphone away and this is my depiction of it.
2: Look at Ghost's face. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty accurate. And it was so sad because he just kept yeah. swimming around like, help.
1: Yeah, it definitely pulled at your heartstrings. But yeah. then, you know, one of the guys who worked on the boat was like, yeah, you try to reach down and touch that baby sea line. Mama's not far. You might just end up being her lunch.
2: <laughs> yeah. So it was it was fun, but it was pouring rain while we were sitting there watching this humpback. And we got drenched. Drenched. Just soaked from head to toe. Yeah. And I think that kind of just set the tone for the rest of the day. Because, you know, there's a lot of things we wanted to do past Saturday. And we ended up changing clothes, going to lunch, and then (laughs) taking a
1: nap. Uh, Yeah, it was. It was. But it was cool. It was. It was fun.
2: Yeah. Dustin. Like,
1: even though we dealt with the rain, we saw something that a lot of people who go well watching don't ever see.
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So there's that. Um, So what did you think, Kay? What did you think of the video?
2: I loved your video. I thought it captured the experience perfectly.
0: (laughs) I mean... So, as you can tell, Jay, Kay's husband, is a kook.
2: Yeah. He's he's super silly. I feel <laughs> that like <slide> sometimes. <laughs> in at
0: the very beginning. I didn't even mean for that to happen. Like the way it just fell into place that way. And I was like, oh, that's perfect. <laughs> that's a perfect way to start with this.
2: He's so silly. He tries to come off as, you know, tough guy, but he's silly.
0: <laughs> he's a goofball. He is. Just quiet about it. Just yeah. quiet about his goofballness.
2: Sure. So. Your mom really, really came through for us on that whale watch. Cause remember, we were out there for a while and it was just like, oh, there's some sea lions. Yeah. And we were like, we were like, come on, mom. Send Come us on. some whales.
0: I know. We got and we got one that stuck around for a while. That's what yeah. was great. And and showed us like this is my body. This mm-hmm. is a piece of me over here. Looking over here. You know.
2: <laughs> this is me just playing with the kelp. It was yeah. really cool. That
0: poor sea lion, man. I like, know.
2: <laughs> I still think about him. I hope he found his mama.
0: <laughs> oh, it was so sad. It was, it was so sad. But you know, we got I guess we got some whale love.
2: Mm-hmm. We
0: had some 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 love from the whales, and I guess from my mom above showing us the whales. And yeah, I really did feel her with me when when we were seeing. I was like, oh my gosh! I just I had to keep I kept filming. There's so much more, but it was like the same stuff over and over. I'm like, yeah. why do I have this? It's the exact same <laughs> thing over and over. You know, yeah. just different angles or closer. So I just kind of narrowed it down a little bit. But um it was a really good experience, and I thank you so much for taking me.
2: You're welcome
0: even though we got soaked like wow i did not expect to be i thought a light shower
2: right right (laughs) we were
1: drenched
0: i mean dang like wow i I mean it went down i was so thankful that my my phone wasn't messed up or Mm -hmm. i had like airpods in my pocket and i was like oh why did i take these with me i don't know why (laughs) um Yeah, I mean, I had a rain jacket on, but I got wet inside. That's how much the rain was coming in. It went through the zipper and wow. Um, We had to end up changing and we just were like, we're too wet and too like tired from like (laughs) standing and trying not to fall. Mm -hmm. And we were like, we're just going to hang in tonight. We went to get something to eat real quick and then we came back. We just hung out all night and watched Doctor Who and Mm -hmm. that was fun.
2: Was that the night we watched Barbie too?
0: Yeah, we watched Barbie as well. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Jay Jay disappeared while we watched Barbie.
0: <laughs> well, he was upstairs watching a game, I think, wasn't he?
2: Yeah, or like UFC or some shit, I don't know. Dude stuff. <laughs> yeah, America, fuck yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I loved Barbie, though. Barbie was cute. It was a cute movie. Very
0: poignant, too,
2: with mm-hmm. it being, you
0: know, a silly movie, but it made, like, sense. Everything, you're like, yep, yep, they're making a point, yeah. but they're not doing it, like, in your face. It was just there, you know?
2: And America Ferreira's monologue was just like, oh, my God, yes. So good. So good. Did she uh, get nominated? She yeah, got nominated, she, right? She okay. got nominated,
0: but uh, Margot Robbie and Greta Gerwig did not, which is yeah. robbery.
2: Patriarchy.
0: I uh, know. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Yeah.
2: But yeah.
0: It's okay. We're all right. We're all Barbie girls in a Barbie world now. They've, That's right. It's taken over. And I I really want an Alan and weird Barbie spinoff.
2: That would be amazing.
0: They go on a road trip and try to discover who (laughs) they are type of thing. And it's just hijinks the entire time. Make it, make it a series. um, HBO max or excuse me, a max original. And we can just have them like going cross country and trying to find, maybe they're trying to find the other Allen's and maybe she's trying to like connect with all the weird girls, like all the weird kids.
2: Yeah, and all just the weird. There's got to be more weird Barbies, right? right. I remember my out. brothers mut- mutilating my Barbies. <laughs> yeah, know, they've been so. they've
0: been yeah. It'll be like an old fashioned like 1950s weird Barbie, <laughs> yeah. you know,
2: headless Barbie because you know, oh, her
0: head's on like a GI Joe. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly.
0: Oh, that'd be so cool. That'd be weird and trippy. Oh, I think we're we're writing something. Right. Yeah, don't take our ideas, guys. Don't do it. Uh,
2: copyrighted, Please. copyrighted, copyrighted. That's I tell you to do is say it, right?
0: Big old R. Yeah. In a circle.
2: <coughs> Excuse me.
0: It's okay. It's all right.
2: Get all excited.
0: <laughs> so, um, continuing on. So this season or this year, actually I said season, but it's a year. Um, I'm doing my whole bettering myself theme on the podcast and just bettering myself in general. Like, you know, I've started Noom, like, you know about Mm -hmm. that, because I started watching what I eat, and I've lost about 10 pounds since I started it, and it was only been like two or three weeks now, three weeks, and I'm also starting to learn a little bit of Spanish. I've been, you know, just Duolingo, just something every Mm day, a little bit here and there, and it's helping. I've learned a little bit, not enough to be like majorly conversational with it, but enough that I can probably (laughs) recognize words. So also like I've been wanting to improve my love life, but that's kind of one of those things. It's like, that's not really something you can improve. You just kind of have to, you do, you improve by doing so.
2: Right. (laughs) um,
0: And since, you know, for the last year or two, I've really been studying like why are, you know, relationships so difficult for me to get into or dating and whatnot. And the reason why is because I figured out that I am both demisexual and demiromantic, which means it's really not going to go anywhere if I'm not already interested in you. Yeah. And I already have an investment in you. So that's just how I am. And that sucks. But that's just – I can't – it's hard for me to just date to see what, if something's going to go there. It's not. Yeah. It's not going to go anywhere. Because otherwise, calls. I'm forcing
2: it. Nobody No booty calls for Dustin.
0: None of that. No. I'm not saying I haven't done stuff in the past. But it's like, you know, it's not something I look for. And it's not something I can just force myself to do.
2: Yeah.
0: That explained um, <clears> and how dating apps don't usually work, work out for me. So and forget hookup apps. Um, since I'm not romantically inclined at the moment, in honor of Valentine's, since this is the month of Valentine's, let's answer some love-related questions. Um, I requested some, like people to, you know, submit things via Instagram or Threads, and I've got a few here saved. Uh, I mean,
2: first I one, you. and I,
0: I'm being okay. anonymous with it.
2: I'm gonna so. refill my drink for this.
0: Yes, get your drink all get all drinked up. <laughs>
2: Let me tell you something. Let's
0: talk about this. <laughs> so, all right. So I made it all anonymous. And so I'm not going to give away who said what, but somebody wrote, I was thinking it might be good advice to cover loving a relative that is imperfect. Maybe we aren't always in agreement, but we still love them and we want to improve that relationship. Like maybe when it feels like they love you less, but you want to maintain that connection because you're family and you do indeed love them so i understand this because like my brother and i love him because he's my brother you know and but we do not see eye to eye we are complete opposites as far as politics go as far as like demeanor and you know he's practical i'm more creative you know that that kind of stuff you know Mm -hmm. and um i'm more philosophical he's very much you know You know, not big imagination at all, just kind of. (laughs) So, you know, it's that kind of thing. And it's hard to do that to find a common ground, you know. So you kind of have to stick with what you know. That's the best thing you can do. Like, you know, talking about family stuff or just memories in general. That's always a good place to go. And it gets old, though, if all you're doing is remembering the same things over and over. Yeah. So... I would say, like, you know, just spending time with each other, asking the small questions, asking how they are and listening and repeating back things that you hear. So you you let them know you're listening, asking follow up questions. Um, If they start going into a territory of some of a subject you don't like, turn it around. Don't make a big fuss about it. Try to. All right. Well, uh, you know, I want to ask you about this. Change the subject, you know. If you want to avoid it and you want to be able to get along with them, especially in a short time, let's say you're meeting up for a a family event or some kind of holiday event, you know, and you want to get along with this person because you do love them, but it's hard to talk to them or, you know, you just got to find stuff that you know that they, you can, like for me, it's entertainment. That's the thing. That's kind of a common ground. Everybody likes to be entertained in some way. You know, what we like to be entertained by is different. Like my brother loves the the show Yellowstone. He's one of those types, you know, like
2: Mm -hmm. I like dude
0: stuff, you know, my dad loves action movies. Oh, right. So I kind of go, all right, well, uh, this is the things I've seen or, okay, I can probably relate this to something they might like, you know, and, and I kind of go with that, you know, that's, yeah. you just kind of find a common ground somewhere. There's got to be something. Entertainment's probably the most neutral you can get. Maybe sports, but you want to be careful because you don't know what teams they like or what players right. they like, and <laughs> all that. But what about you, Kay? What do you think?
2: So this also this this kind of touches on on me personally. I'm going to try to say this without tearing up. Um, but also, like my brother and I were very close growing up, best friends. Mm-hmm. He kind of went off the rails in his like mid adulthood, and we became very. I don't know what the right word is. We don't see Estrange. eye to eye. Estrange. We don't see eye to eye. IDI. Thanks, mimosas. <laughs> I too. We don't see eye to eye anymore. And we don't have anything in common anymore, except maybe TV shows we've we've both watched and enjoyed. And I think that whole experience made me realize that, yes, he is my brother and I love him very much. And we will see each other on certain holidays and stuff and we can get along right it's not it's not a volatile relationship it just wasn't the relationship it was but it really made me realize that blood isn't always thicker than water and we can choose who our family is Mm -hmm. and just because he's my brother i don't have to compromise who i am to be in his life and vice versa correct so i think i think staying just staying true to who you are But if it's something like if you really, if you really want to build a relationship and keep a relationship with this family member, there has to be compromise on both sides. So you gotta compromise a little bit, come to their level, and they have to do the same. It can't be one sided. Right. You know? So you it it's hard. Sometimes you just have to let go. Try, like try the things that that you said, you know. Try to find a common ground. And if that doesn't work, sometimes it's okay to be like, I love this person very much. Maybe they're just not going to be in my life how they were or how I want them
0: to Don't be. Don't like exhaust yourself trying. Like right. you can try a few things and like I'm putting myself out there. I'm trying in that way. And you know what I do? I mean, it's sad to say this, but like I could say that I did this and I did this and I did this. Right. And then I'm not doing anymore because, you know. Maybe three times the charm. You can try maybe three things, and if it doesn't yeah. work out, then all right, I'm just going to let them come to me from here on out.
2: And you don't want to lose who you are, just trying to struggle to make a relationship work. That it's too much. You know, you mm-hmm. have to be true to your yourself. That's my be advice. True to yourself, you can do it.
0: I swear. Don't know why I'm singing a version of that Believe theme song. It or
2: not. Yeah, exactly.
0: I was doing that like it was like a <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I swear he will be so free. <laughs> what it's my parody TV version
2: show was that from? Was it Bosom Buddies? That no, it was last American
0: Humor. Or, oh that's right. <laughs> no, Greatest American Hero. Greatest American, American
2: Hero, movie. yeah. Yeah.
0: <sighs> I'm surprised they haven't remade that. That's a show that could have been improved upon and they probably right? could, you know and keep the theme music, but like mm-hmm. update it. That'd be kind of fun. So, okay. Um, I have somebody else uh, okay. who sent me one who said, all right, this is a good one. And this is so also the questions I asked for, like I said, were not about romantic relationships. It was about family and also friends. We already touched on the family one. This one's about mm-hmm. a friend. It says, my bestie is dating a guy who's dumped her and broken her heart twice in the last couple of years. When she talks about him, she jokes that she's a glutton for punishment. And I'm wondering what I should do as her friend. For context, he broke up with her both times for getting too serious too fast. And I ask questions about him and play nice when she talks about him, but I'm not sure if I'm being supportive or refusing to tell her that th- this relationship is not it. What should I do? Mm. That's a hard one.
1: <laughs> it's
2: it's a hard one because it really depends on what the bestie's personality is, mm-hmm. right? They may get very offensive and cut you out of their life if you're not supportive, or they may take your advice to heart and find a better person or yeah. get rid of this person. So that's tough.
0: It's kind of one of those things where you have to go, all right, you have to weigh how much it bothers you first, mm-hmm. how much it bothers you about your best friend in this relationship. And, you know, should I say something? Should I not? And then once you weigh it, if you think it bothers you enough to say something, you have to go, all right, well. It bothers me a lot. I really want to say something. But then you have to think, am I willing to lose them as a friend?
2: Mm -hmm. That's the
0: next thing. You have to ask yourself. Yeah. You know, am I going to lose them? Because that's possibly their reaction will be bad. Right. Which often happens when it comes to love. And you're like, I'm not trying to hurt. I'm trying to help you. I love you. We're best friends. We've been (laughs) around each other for years. Come on. yeah. And some people just can't see that at the moment. They're so invested and they want to be loved and they want to have their... You know, they're special someone. And so you have to be able to like, all right, so I'm going to tell you, you have to tell them from a loving place and not in a condescending way, Mm -hmm. not in a way where you start going off about how much you hate that person. You need to say, this is, I am concerned, you know, and you need to keep reaffirming with, I'm only asking because I really am looking out for you. And I see that it does not affect you positively Mm -hmm, and it really bothers me because i love you and you know you got to kind of say that stuff over and over um because you want to reassure them you want to like i'm not trying to you know take over your life i'm not plotting against you you know i don't want your guy i don't you know or anything like that you know um but like you're like you've done this like three times not the charm obviously you know so like fool me once shame on me fool me twice shame on you or Vice versa. Excuse me. Shame on you. Fool me no, twice. Shame on me. Shame. Me. Me. Yeah. Yeah. Pull <laughs> me once. Shame on me.
2: Shame on me. Every For
0: you time. me every time. It's always my fault. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like you have to. Yeah, you probably just you just need to look at it from that angle. Like, yeah. Are you willing to lose them? And is it worth losing them? Because later on if they're like, no. And then they come they could come back with their tail between their legs. I'm so sorry, you know. And if right. they do that, don't rub it in their face. Be like, they didn't. It's different when you're involved in the situation. Exactly. You when gotta put you, yourself
2: in their shoes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. When it's you, when you're the one who really wants to make this relationship work, and somebody's telling you this is not the person for you, this is not good, and you're so invested, you're like, yes, it is. You know, I'm I'm staying mm-hmm. away from you because you're you're bringing me down. I'm making this work.
2: Yeah. And you're then it's jealous. Yeah.
0: It doesn't work out. If it doesn't work out, um, you don't be, I told you so, I told you so, don't do that. You were trying yeah. to help them and help it. saying I told you so does not help anybody, even after the fact. If they hurt you because they left, it's only because they're hurting themselves. It's not because they want to hurt you. They're hurting themselves. Yeah. And, you know, so you could come back to them and say, hey, how's it going? I'm sorry about what happened between you two. You could always come back and say, you know. Let them know you're willing to, like, forgive their, you know, mistake of not believing you.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: or, or you know, let them know, like, there's no hard feelings. If if there are no unless, – unless they've been really cruel and really mean to you because yeah.
2: of it. Yeah. Yeah. You know,
0: if they just kind of ghosted and walked out of your life, you can let them know, hey, I heard. I'm sorry. If you ever want to hang out again, let me know. You know, yeah. put yourself out there. But you just got to – be willing to let it go if that's the case.
2: Yeah. And I think just coming from kind of kind of a neutral, supportive place and be kind of like, hey, I'm gonna get real Gen Z here, vibe check. You know, every time <laughs> How's every... You, aesthetic?
1: <laughs>
2: you know, every time you talk to me about this person, you're upset, you're sad. My only wish is for your happiness. Are you happy? Give them something to think about on their own mm-hmm. instead of being like, Hey, this guy's a fucking dick. It's kinda like therapy. <laughs> you <laughs> you know? lead them right. to the
0: to the place you need them to go to the thought process that you need right. them to come at. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Good good advice there, Kay.
2: Good. For Thanks, you. man. I miss my Colin. I should have been a
0: therapist. See, that's why I'm like, I'm always giving good advice. Like I said, it's easier to give the advice than to take it.
2: 100%. when you're taking it, you're involved.
0: You have something in there. You don't want to believe something. Sometimes you don't want to believe that you're in the wrong. Right. Or, you know, there's something you can improve upon. It's got to be everybody else because I'm perfect.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah. No, no, no. You don't understand. Let me explain. Let me break this
0: down for you. I'm awesome. Everybody else is screwed up. What's their problem? Give mm-hmm, me mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how it is. That's how it be.
2: Oh yeah. Oh well, show. Uh,
0: somebody else gave me several, and I'm trying to figure out which ones I should do. So there, I think there's. Why well, so? There's four. So they need.
2: They need some help.
0: Well, they just gave me some examples. Like okay, here's some. Here's some questions, and uh so I'm gonna pick a number. I'm gonna pick number one. And what's the number you're gonna pick out of four? Three. Okay. So, all right, we'll do one and three. First one is how long should I wait before I introduce my new boyfriend to my family?
2: Hmm. One hundred days.
0: <laughs> and there's like trials <laughs> and there's fire. There's also a dowry involved.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's so subjective though, you know?
0: It is. I mean, but you know, um, I would say, so I have like a general, you know, it's kind of like tipping mm-hmm. and that's a weird way to put it. Like, but there's a general place you start at the 20%, right now that's where you would start at for decent service mm-hmm. and it can go up for, Oh my gosh, this person was awesome. And it can go down a little bit. If they're like really neglectful. If they're just, right. you know, so that's why you always say. I'm not going to get, I'm going to base like, whether I give them a tip on whether or not they give me good service. No, you should always give a tip if you're in America.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And it can just, the amount can be, Lesser or more based on the service. That's how I view it. Um, so if you think about it that way, it, you you have a basis of like, all right, how long should you have been dating probably before you're like, hey, here's my family.
1: Mm-hmm. Now,
0: you know, I would say at least anywhere between three to six months. Somewhere in there would be a good baseline before you start. If you want to, if you really want to introduce them. I would yeah. say you should by six months you'd want in, some in somebody in your family, you know, it could be a, a sibling. It could be, you know, um, your friends can kind of include being family if you think of it that way. But um, really like your parents is what they're talking about. I'm sure.
2: Yeah. 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 Like the serious step, like, Oh, we're meeting the parents now yeah, the people who are going <laughs> to <Thank> judge you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So are you ready for that? So that's where you had to ask yourself, um, you know, am, if you are kind of ashamed, if you're really nervous about your parents judging them, it might not be time.
2: <laughs> or you might want to rethink the whole thing. <laughs> exactly.
0: It's either not time or you just have not picked the right person. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it really, it should be like, oh, I'm, I really want my parents to meet him or this man or this woman or whoever. Um, yeah. Yeah. I really want them to meet them. And, you know, if you're excited about it, like that's probably, okay, that's probably a good time. I wouldn't do it like right away. If you're like really excited, like a month in, uh, that's a little, yeah, let's wait, hold out. You know, I mean, you can be excited. You can tell your p- family about this guy. You can show them pictures, you know, stuff like that. Wait a little bit before they actually get to meet and interact. You want to see how you feel about this person a little bit longer, because if you decide like. A month after that, like, I don't want to be with them. You've already introduced them to the family. It seemed like a serious thing. Yeah. You don't want to do that. That's kind of like Peter the wolf in my, (laughs) you know what I mean? You're crying wolf or crying date, (laughs) crying husband or
2: spouse. Crying marriage material.
0: Yeah. Fingers crossed. Don't do that to your family. (laughs) Don't put them under that. They're like, can we get you off our case now? Can we get you? Yeah. We don't have to worry about you before you're taken care of. Wait, you know, I would say three to six months. I think is a good baseline.
2: Okay,
0: is that what you think? What do you
2: think? I don't know, man. I I'm a bad judge of this shit because Jay and I moved in together after dating for six months. He met my mom on like our first kind of date. So, um,
0: <laughs> yeah, but you guys worked together, didn't you? So you kind of saw each other all the time, anyway. And
2: well, I'm mm, yes and no. It's a it's a complicated story. We worked in the same place, but he was traveling, so. I didn't know him before we met like he had just come back from traveling and we met. But it was like I, I, ha- I had just gone through a divorce. I lost my job. I had to move back in with my parents. So he had to come to my house where my parents were to pick me up. Well, that was so, kind of circumstantial. basically. Right? Yeah. So it wasn't like, hey, here's the guy I'm dating mom <laughs> type of thing. But I really don't worry. It's...
0: I'll be out in six months.
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> right. He's getting me out of this fucking place No. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So that was a different situation. But I, I think it really it really depends. Right. If if things are moving along uh, and both people are really invested, maybe mm-hmm. it's a little bit sooner than than six months. But if it's kind of a more casual thing, it's a slower, slower grow. I think six months is probably a good amount of time to kind of see where it's going. So yeah. it really depends on vibe check how everything
0: is. I check everybody okay with this? Everybody <laughs> all right? Let us know, Gen Z. Yeah. We you know, and and younger millennials. Um. So like, so I, my viewpoint. I, I, obviously, I've never moved in with anybody. I've only yeah. lasted like six months in a relationship where I'm like, all right, this is not it. You know, that's kind of like yeah. my. That's my, my point where I'm like, let's reevaluate. And I'm not liking mm-hmm. this. I'm getting out. Um, it sounds bad. Like, I'm just like, Bah you know? <laughs> Like, no, that's not the case. It just happens to happen around the six month mark.
2: Yeah. But um, you know what you want. That's good. Yeah. You know?
0: Or what I don't want. You know, Exactly. And uh, so I figure, so just based off what I've seen, friends, family, people on TV do, just my general assessment. If dating, as far as like moving in with each other and whatnot, I would say at least a year before you talk. Uh, normal circumstances, um, uh, before you really start talking about moving in together, yeah, right, and or get moving in together, and then I would say at least two years after moving in together before you get engaged. Because they, they always fully because there's a year <laughs> and you have a year of firsts, right? <laughs> So the second year is the year you've already done this stuff before. So maybe things get a little bit – you start seeing more true colors around certain situations. Yeah. So I would say it's a couple of years. Then you get engaged. Then you're together for another year before you get married. So then that time, you've been together for three – four years almost. Yeah. And I'm like, you need some time. Like people jump right into marriage too fast in my opinion. Some people can do it. Right. But not everyone can. Most people cannot.
2: I think it depends on your situation too, right? So Jay and I, I was married before. He was in a a very long-term committed relationship before. We met in our late 30s. We've been through the shit and we kind of knew what we didn't want, what we did want. And we were able to recognize that in each other fairly quickly. And Mm -hmm. I think we weren't, in the kind of stage in life where we were just trying to be polite and be the person we thought the other person wanted to be we were just ourselves and so things happen pretty pretty quickly so it it depends you know someone younger who hasn't had that life experience you're gonna need to like move slow take your time because people change so much you know in their their younger years I'm a completely different person from when I was 22 to like 32 to, you know, 40. So yeah, Yeah. it, it really just, it really depends on your life situation and your family. Right. Mm-hmm. If your family's like, when are you gonna get married? When am I gonna have grandkids? Blah blah blah. blah you, you know blah 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 blah. You may want to hold off on introducing them to people f- until you're sure. Yeah, you know? and you might want to
0: like re- And for yourself, you might want to wait like how long you move in with somebody <laughs> and how long you- because you're like yeah. you want to be sure because yeah you're gonna know because if you've had that in your ear your entire life, you're thinking yeah. that now. Right. I I getting married? I got to get married. I got to do this. You know, so you got to be like, calm down. I have to be sure. I have to be sure because yeah. otherwise it's divorce, 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 yep. illegitimate kid after illegitimate <laughs> kid, you know, yep. like baby we don't daddy need that
2: after baby daddy.
0: <laughs> we don't need that guys. We don't need these more. single. I mean, single parents can do it. Good for you. I know it can happen. And it's great when you can do it, but I don't think that's like something people, most people want Came to do for? alone right
2: <laughs> yeah and you know, i really want to be a single parent if
0: most people don't want to do that alone some people do and that's yeah. good for them and they can yeah. do it you know if you're that into it and you can do it go for it but most people don't want to and they yeah. can't they just can't. Right. they don't have that capacity to like think that much about somebody else
2: yeah <laughs> you know
0: and some people can't handle like pets and i'm like if you can't handle a pet you cannot handle a child right. <laughs> you know like
2: The crazy thing is, you have to go through so much more to adopt a pet than you do to have a child. (laughs) It's kind of like, hmm.
0: Well, it also depends on what part of the world or country you're you're in.
2: (laughs) True, 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 true. true.
0: You know. (laughs) So, um, okay. So the next question is, oh, okay. This one's kind of pick a good one. (laughs) Yeah, should I get tested for STDs with my new partner before we hook up? Yes. Well, I mean, should you get tested before you hook up, you should have already been tested. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. Usually, when you go to the doctor nowadays, they usually do blood work. Especially depending on your age, they'll be like, you know, when you get into your thirties and forties, they're like, we're well, gonna do blood work every time. Right. Um. And so they test it for everything. Usually, they just go ahead and test it.
2: Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't
0: they? That's stupid if they don't. Yeah. Um. So they do all the tests, and you find out whether or not you've got any kind of illness. <laughs> hopefully. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Um, if you haven't done that, just go to the doctor and say, can you run my blood work for like all the STDs? This, yeah. you don't have to go to like a clinic. You don't have no. to go to the Planned Parenthood. You can, but I would just, you know, you can go to your physician be like, can you do some blood work on me? I just want to get tested in general for everything, yeah. everything and anything, you know, it could be everything down to smallpox. I don't care. You know? <laughs> just test <laughs> yeah. it all. Get yeah. it all in there. And yeah. So I would say I've been seeing a lot of ads for prep on mm, my feed, mm-hmm. which, you know, is mainly used by gay men. I'm sure it's used by everybody um, for hookups and it's preventative yeah. of transmitting or catching HIV, mm-hmm. catching, you know, developing. I don't know But you would say. How do you say it?
2: Uh,
0: catching? Ca- that sounds ca- bad. Like, tra- it sounds like, like a cold.
2: Acquiring.
0: <laughs> acquiring that's a little better i guess it's like I acquiring know. this um, into your system but no
2: there's a word i just can't think of it right now
0: i'm <laughs> catching i'm like no not catching
2: transmitting would be the one that had it that gave it to you right oh
0: trans um
2: uh so i don't know
0: wow <laughs> if you know the word chime in <laughs>
2: <laughs> words are already hard for me, and I'm in three mimosas. Words deep are now, hard. So <laughs> words Let's are have really another hard. drink. Yes.
0: <laughs> Thank Cheers. You. Oh my goodness! Wow. But yes, you should you should be getting tested for everything on a regular basis. Hopefully, a couple times a year. One hundred
2: percent. And even if you have both tested and you are free of STDs, please still also use contraception. Contracept. Why does that word sound weird? Contraception, right?
0: Prophylactics.
2: Prophylactics. Or, whatever. so there aren't any unwanted pregnancies in this lovely relationship you are in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you always want to protect yourself, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Um, so, speaking on love, and when we were talking about friendships and whatnot, um, one thing I want to talk about was. I read this article the other day mm-hmm. and I went, Oh my gosh. And it started making me think about things. And I thought about this before this article, but then this article kind of brought it right back up in my head. Years ago, I was like, I gotta get these people up. There's certain people who are in my life. I gotta get out. They're toxic for me. You know, I hate I don't call them at that time I call them toxic people, but
2: mm-hmm.
0: really they're toxic for me because apparently other people are fine around them. Not for me. Right. Yeah. Some people just aren't for you. You know, right. they're just not, you know. So I got rid of a lot of people. And then after that, I was getting really sensitive about certain things. And I blocked a few people here and there for stupid stuff online. And I started, and you know, after a while, I was like, why did I do that? Why did I do that? You know? And I saw this article, and this um, woman was talking about it. Was, it the article is called I Thought I Was Cutting All Toxic People in My Life. Turns out I Was Being the Toxic One. <laughs> And um, it's from Insider, which Uh is an online magazine, and talked about how she took her kid to one of her friend's um, kid's birthday parties. And and in the middle of the party, her friend walked over and said, you need to take your son home. He's making too much noise. Kind of coldly in front of everybody. And she's like, okay, so, you know. I guess it was like a pool party or something. And he, she's like, we got to go. And she told her son to grab his towel. He's like being really like he's quiet. He's all embarrassed. He's like, I don't know what I did wrong, right? He's just being himself. He's being a kid.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And she gets home. She's upset because that was her kid, you know? Yeah. And she gets mad and went directly to the Facebook page of this woman and blocked her. She said, mm. we're no longer friends. Flat out. I understand mm-hmm. the feeling, though. Because you're, right. you're hurt. And that person was very cold about it. And- you know, and it was like, they didn't care. And um, so she goes on to say, you know, she started doing that when somebody like this person didn't agree with me on this. So I'm blocking them too. And then she was like, what am I doing? What am I becoming? And then she started thinking about like, why did I block her? Why didn't I just reach out and say, that was really crappy what you did. And, <laughs> you know, let, give her the chance to like, apologize or do something you know but she didn't she didn't give her that chance she was like it felt good to get her out of her life you know that quickly It was like no it felt good because i have the power now you can't talk to me you know and i understand that feeling because i did the same thing i started like you know i did a few times actually and so my said something to me and they misread something that I wrote. So they got mad at me and I got mad at them for getting mad at me. And so I was like, screw you block, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Yeah. And uh, I was like, you know, and it's been years on that one. I'm like, I'm not going back to that friendship. It was kind of weird anyway. So I started going, okay. And there's other people that I'm like, you know what? I'm not blocking you anymore. I decided I'm not blocking people anymore. I'm either going to mute them. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes I have unfriended. Just because I'm like, but I'm not blocking. Yeah. I'm just like, blocking is very a definitive statement.
2: Yeah. It's very aggressive.
0: It's aggressive. It's like, you know, that's a big fu. you, you know, and um, it's kind of like if you're unfriending kind of like, I'm stepping away, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, we need muting, a break. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> muting is probably the best answer. Now, if you mute somebody, I would say to do that first, if anything. If your gut reaction is to block or unfriend them, go ahead and mute them first. Yeah. And then check back in on them later on. If they're still acting in or behaving in a way that you don't like or whatever, you're like, you know what? Maybe I can just unfriend them and just move on. Yeah. Chances are that they're the type of people that I would end up muting or blocking or whatever. They're probably not interacting with me that much anyway. It's probably yeah. just seeing their stuff and getting mad about it. Um, and if they're not reaching out to me after some time and I haven't interacted with them, then they don't care. Right. <laughs> so right. It's probably fine <laughs> to just unfriend them and yeah. they won't even notice or say anything about it because they realize they know. You know, they yeah. didn't care in the first place. It's like a friend collector, online friend collectors. I hate those mm-hmm.
1: people. Mm-hmm. Why,
0: why do you need this validation? They don't, you don't know these people. Right. You know. I've, I've collected a few friends, but mainly just like people I thought were cute or something.
2: <laughs> just You're like, real I just want cute. To, yeah. yeah. I just
0: want to look at you. That's all. Sounds yeah. creepy, but you know, <laughs> I'm just watching you.
2: Well, See, I think you when- posted a
0: shirt to pick.
2: <laughs> oh, I like that. Mm. <laughs> but I think when the whole social media thing started, everybody felt kind of seen in a way. and it, And, you know, like the... The early MySpace days where it was like, how many friends can I have? And it wasn't really friends, right? It was just these people mm-hmm. that like, oh, I like your picture. I'm going to friend you. Oh, they friended me back. Look how many friends I have.
0: Oh, look who's in. My- oh, I'm in so-and-so's top eight. Remember right, that? right. You can yes. put friends, you can like actually move people into your top eight friends. Yeah. Oh and you're like,
2: oh, you're demoted now. I didn't like you said that thing oh, out of that, my top eight.
0: I mean, some some freaking <laughs> arguments came out of those situations. Like, why did I why am I not in your top eight anymore? Yeah. Like, oh man, the heartache that caused.
2: <laughs> but I think a lot of people clung to that in the beginning, and then most people kind of moved on and matured, but they're still the people that just need that that validation I'm like look oh look at how many followers i have look at how many and it doesn't mean anything no it doesn't mean anything the older I've i get really... the yeah, smaller ahead, my friends the in real life the older i get the smaller my friend circle gets because i'm like i don't need like acquaintances are fine sure but i don't need a huge group of like superficial friends right i want i want the really good friends that are awesome people and we get along and we respect each other. I don't need this huge group.
0: Yeah, I agree.
2: Yeah, Yeah, man. Yeah. (laughs) We don't need to
0: prove nothing to nobody. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, I don't know what it is. It's like, yeah, you get, you get kind of like, if you think about it, all the people I've noticed, like all the people who post stuff, like, Every single day, like pictures of themselves going out and doing this and doing this. And they're like, Why are you posting this all the time? Why do we need to see every moment of your life? Yeah. Why are you trying to prove that, hey, I have a life and I yeah. go out and do events and stuff? Like, just go out and do the events and then tell me about it later if we see each other. Right. Like, I don't and need I, to always yeah, see it.
2: I struggle with that too. I used to post, like, I mean, I had a, f- a food blog for a while. So I would post, like, all of my food pics and, like, oh, I did this thing. I have to take a picture and post it here. And I still, kind of struggle with that. But I've noticed lately in the past few years, I'll be out doing things and I'll come home and be like, I didn't take a a single picture. And I'm like, well, shit, I feel bad. I didn't take a picture. But then I'm like, but why? Like, who the fuck cares? what i'm doing or like who i'm hanging out with other than me you know
1: yeah so and you know it's, what I, do, it's I, weird. Don't,
0: I don't keep the you know when i after i post the photo i don't keep it on my phone i delete it like it's posted Ooh. somewhere
1: mm-hmm. especially
0: if i post it like the instagram it'll like also interface to my facebook page it'll be on both and it's yeah. gonna be somewhere you know and you know people can grab it there if they need it for my obituary um <laughs> <laughs> recent pictures are on my facebook and instagram <laughs> i know it sounds bad but you know like i took the video for the trip and the whale i did a lot of videos there were so many videos i took me yeah. forever to go through that i was like oh, i can't some of them were bad and some of them were, like really quick yeah. like 10 seconds but
2: there's the whale cresting again
0: yeah there it is oh there's <laughs> there, the fin there's, there's his fin, fin. How many times we're gonna hear ooh
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean
2: it was cool like and in the moment we felt those woos right we're like oh it's Mm -hmm. cresting again but then you see all the videos you're like well one of these is enough
0: (laughs) we got pretty freaking close to that whale too i was really surprised
2: remember when it swam under the boat and we could like watch it that was so cool i
0: had the video of that i didn't put it i don't think i really put that in the i didn't i don't think um it's
2: kind of hard to see but yeah
0: yeah you could see like the whiteness of the whale underneath the water going under the boat and i was like is it gonna try and knock the boat over
2: (laughs) i was really kind of getting scared (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, because it was and then everyone ran from one side of the boat to the other side of the boat i know
0: that's another thing i was like "What's it going it's like double back and like hit on this end because we're all like all the weights on this side we're really gonna flip over like
2: oh god that'd be terrifying
0: because they're smart you know like whales and like dolphins and they're all freaking smart as hell like
2: they're really smart but the humpbacks aren't trying to kill humans like the orcas are so they're going after
0: yachts though
1: yeah
0: (laughs) Yeah. so we weren't on a yacht we're like a little tugboat type thing it wasn't even that big so I think they understood. We just want to look at you. Yeah. <laughs> That's all we want. We're just here right. to look and go back. That's all we want. <laughs> I think they kind of recognize that a little bit. Yeah. It's kind of like the sea lion. He's like, hey. It, <laughs> it makes me so sad. So we were thinking about, you know, we're like, oh, how can we get this guy up on here? Because he's like scared because of the whale most likely. Yeah. And he's like, you know, what was the guy, Who one of the tour people, he was like, remember, oh. He had a
2: weird name, but he like looked like someone that was just from the sea (laughs) yeah he uh,
0: would you think you were like he looks australian like yeah Yeah. he he had that kind of the he had the blonde long hair that was totally Mm. had like dreadness to it you know like it'd been in the beach and you know crusty and
2: like the white argyle sweater with the little yeah the little sailor cap very
0: (laughs) stereotypical you know yeah he was nice though and he He was was like oh you know we would have let him up here but we're too high up or not like those videos you see where the, the sea lion jumps on the boat Yeah. And you're like, it's really sad that that's their instinct is I'm going to go with these people. I don't even know what people are, but I'm going to jump on this thing, be near these things that are above the water. (laughs) I need help, please. I know.
2: I just wanted to hug him. He was a little sea puppy.
0: (laughs) I know. And you're like, oh, you know, they would probably try to bite my face off. But
2: (laughs) I don't think he, she would have, but mama would have. (laughs) What are you doing with that kid? No. Yeah. He wanted on that boat he was like hey <laughs> yeah this whale's gonna eat me and we're like no honey that's a humpback it doesn't have teeth that one's not gonna eat you
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i agree
2: <laughs> but yeah it was cute. it was it was a fun time
0: <laughs> so uh, yeah so wrapping up everything i want to say Please join us at the end of the month, February 24th. Kay and I will be talking about Nick and Charlie, which is by Alice Osman. It's a novella based in the Heartstopper universe. So if you like Heartstopper on Netflix or if you've read the graphic novels or both, you'll probably like this. There's a little bit of illustration in the book, but it's mostly prose. Mm-hmm. Uh, it should be a fun time, you know, in the theme of Valentine's. got to have a love story of some yeah. sort in there. Um, and thank you again to Kay for joining me and for letting me come stay at your place <laughs> and go see Wales. And uh, again, check out Fuck My Work Life's uh, Fuck My Whole Life. Uh, you can find it pretty much where any podcasts are played. And you can reach them on any social media platform at FMWLpod. So thank you so much. And we will see you here next month. Bye.
1: Bye.